Do you have a story to tell? Here at Rider on the Road, it's the journey that matters. Regardless of where you are on your riding journey, Rider on the Road will inspire you to take your dreams and make them happen. So sit back and enjoy the show as Melinda brings you guests who know what it's like to go it alone and who are willing to reach out to the rest of us by sharing their stories. Authors, publishers, entrepreneurs, people at all stages of the riding journey, just like you and me. It's time, dear listeners, to answer the question for yourselves. Do you have a story to tell? Let's welcome to another episode of Writer on the Road. I have uh, the very delightful Kevin Tumlinson back with me, uh, and I think it's going to be a re- regular thing. He's waving to us here uh, very, very politely. <laughs> uh, last time I spoke to Kevin, it was via a... Um, a uh, was a what was it called? It was called a program called Zencaster. This time I've got his face looking at me, and very, very young and handsome he is as well. <laughs> uh, unless I'm just older than the rest of the world. Good morning, Kevin. Good morning. Good afternoon. How are you? Um, good, thanks. Uh, first of all, the very first <laughs> thing we have to ask you, uh, because when I put you up last time, I put you up under the man who's moving into his RV and travelling around America. Yes. Would you like to give us an update on where you're up to, please? So we are. We're we're like. We are like a millisecond away from that. We're um, we put the RV in for a, a bit of maintenance and repair just to get everything perfect before we move in full time, and we're looking at uh, probably I said mid, but probably late September we'll be moving in full time. The official date will be October twelfth. That's officially the day that we no longer have an apartment. We no longer have any other place to live. And we'll be living full time in the RV. So, but we're all, we'll probably be moved in a couple of weeks before that. <laughs> yeah. And as I, as I'm um, looking at Kevin here, he's he's in his little flat or unit at the time, and it's not much bigger than a caravan either, by the look of things. So I don't think right, things are going to change much. <laughs> no, it was a it was a challenge downsizing into this apartment. Actually, we uh, we went from a a, a four bedroom uh, home house with um, very large additional working spaces that were my office and studio and that sort of thing. And uh, we downsized to this apartment for the past year. So that was step one. <laughs> so we're, uh, we're, I think we're half, we're, we're sort of half ready, I think. Yeah. To be living in a tin can on wheels. <laughs> yeah. Now, I never do anything one step at a time. I just sort of jump in boots and all and see what happens. So yeah. you're doing it the sensible way. You must be a very, very patient man. Uh, well, but <laughs> maybe okay not so patient. i mean we 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 wanted to jump right into the rv we wanted to but um we knew there were a few steps we didn't have the rv yet when we sold the house so there that was challenge number one so this past year has really been about getting the rv getting used to the idea we took some trips you know tested it out and we're pretty confident we're going to dig it so we're uh yeah i don't know about patient but we definitely uh we ended up accidentally doing this by uh, by a plan, I think. <laughs> yeah, my um, last I was speaking last night to a lady here in Australia, and she's got her and her partner are travelling around Australia in a twenty five foot fifth wheeler, and you know they they've certainly got it down pat with their parking it and all. Oh, I was going to say mooring it because I've been talking to yachties right. as well. Everyone's out there having fun, Kevin. It's not fair. Uh, I know. Yeah, yeah, but Kevin has been busy with his writing. He do ha- does have a new novel coming out. Would you like to tell us about the new book and that magic cover design? I would actually. Yeah, we. Uh, I I have written a follow up to uh, my most popular book. I wrote Quail Medallion um, and published that back in May. 
And at while, actually, I hit publish on that while we were on our first really big RV trip. So uh, it's kind of the symbol of the work we're going to be doing on the road. But I, I've written now the first draft of the sequel to that book called The Atlantis Riddle. And uh, I have the cover ready. I'm, I'm all set. Now it's an edit. And we'll, I'll be handing it over to my street team as soon as I'm done with my initial pass. And we'll be you know, passing this guy along to uh, pre-order. Uh, soon after that. So I'm looking forward to it. I think this is, I say this about every book, but I actually think this is my best book to date. Like I'm, I'm very excited about how it turned out. Uh, it's very much in the genre that I'm, I'm enjoying most now. So I'm thrilled about it. <laughs> and the cover apparently looks great because everyone has commented very positively on the cover. <laughs> yeah. And I, I heard a little bird told me yesterday that Kevin does design all his own covers and maybe we'll have him one, back one day just to talk about that. Yeah, uh, now do. he he does write in the thriller genre. He, he does churn his words out. And I also heard that his first million words are considered practice words. So you can imagine, <laughs> imagine what this guy gets up to at 5,000 words a day, I believe believe it was that we spoke about last time yeah Yeah. five thousand a day i will i will confess that uh since taking on work with draft digital that number went down a little um temporarily but i've been slowly building back up to 5k a day and it's not as difficult as as people think really but it it's it's not required if you're (laughs) if you're struggling with word count don't be discouraged by five someone doing 5k a day just go do what you can do <laughs> oh, i think it sounds very exciting and i think uh last time we spoke about kevin's got a book out there called the 30-day author and that's full yeah. of motivational stuff and it helps the rest of us get to that point of yeah. completion and ready to publish and that's why i've invited kevin back today because he snuck in a new job while we weren't looking and after we spoke to him last time he's gone and picked himself up the grand title of marketing director of draft to digital and of course right. i immediately wanted to know about that so congratulations kevin thank you very much and uh, you know um i if i remember right uh, I was actually being courted for this while you and I were were chatting last time, so it happened almost immediately after we we talked. <laughs> so I wasn't able to announce it or anything at that time. So uh, look, we'll forgive I'm you. I'm glad to come back. I'm glad. To come back. <laughs> good. Good. All right. What what we want to know is what do we do once we've hit the end. Uh, to progress from there using your service. And we treat us all as complete novices. I've been speaking to several other ladies and we're all interested in coming aboard with you. We are all captive potential customers. So you have to do your best to sell us right now. Okay. Uh, So what Draft Digital will do for you uh, in, in a nutshell. So one of the things that we handle for you is converting your manuscript to ebook format. And, uh, we make that very easy. So it's literally sign up for an account, upload your manuscript, upload your cover, type up your uh, – you can cut and paste this, by the way. You can uh, uh, drop in all of your metadata, which is your book description, the uh, the, the keywords that you're using, uh, everything that you would set up in, say, Amazon uh, KDP platform you would do here. And then we'll convert that book for you. And it takes a few seconds, really. I mean, it doesn't take very long at all. Um and then you actually, at that point, you have the option of being able to download a an EPUB or a uh, .mobi file or even a PDF of your book that you could use anywhere, really. Um, so if you were only using it for conversion, it would be great for that. But one of the big uh, benefits 
of the service is that we actually have a, a whole network of vendors that you can um, distribute your book through. So you come to us and you, we'll do the formatting for you automatically. And then all you got to do is, is hit the publish button and you get to choose from a, a large selection of vendors, including uh, Barnes & Noble, Apple iBooks, Google Play, Kobo, everyone you've heard of, some of the best-selling uh, book distributors on the planet. And you'll be able to publish with those guys um, all in one place. And with like the world's easiest and coolest looking dashboard, I'm going to just confess to you. And uh, I was really excited when these guys approached me because – I was already a huge fanboy of this service. <laughs> uh, based on that dashboard, I was extremely excited about that. And I really wished that Amazon had something similar at the time. The only service we don't publish to at the moment is uh, Amazon. Well, we there are others we don't, but we are very picky about who we will um, distribute to at this point. And we work very hard to make sure we're you know, in line with all their various guidelines uh, their content restrictions, that sort of thing. So that you're, there are companies out there that won't publish um, erotica, for example. And so, you know, we we take care of all that stuff for you. If if a company isn't going to publish something that you write, uh, we let you know, and we uh, we we help you work around that in some way. In other words, you can still publish with all our other companies, but not um, this one in particular. For example, uh, if you upload your cover and it doesn't meet the cover requirements, you know, first of all, we do a lot to automate that process, too. Uh, but we, if it doesn't meet it, we'll let you know right away. And then we can work with you to get the right type of cover up, the right size and uh, uh, make sure it's not, you know, we, for example, Apple doesn't allow you to do the whole uh, book set. <laughs> By the way, I'm sorry. Of course, for some reason, this is as is tradition, long guys have showed up. This is like the third day in a row during a podcast that these guys have shown up. So if you're hearing all that buzzing in the background, that's what that is. <laughs> okay, and we're talking to Kevin Tomlinson about draft to digital We had to have a little stop there because of yard maintenance happening over there in his hometown. Um, but we're going Apparently to in my living room. <laughs> Yeah. He's, he's got pot plants on the uh, veranda that needed mowing. Okay, please continue, <laughs> Kevin. We're very keen to hear about draft to digital and its lawn mowing service. Yes. Okay. So the the long and the short of draft to digital is that this is, we will help you with the formatting and distribution of your book. That's where we start. That's not the t- entirety of what these guys will do for you, but that right there alone is a huge help for most authors. And because of our vendor relationships, and because we're very picky about who we actually have a relationship with, um, you're going to have some of the some some of the best opportunities to reach a broader audience globally. Um, that's a, a big advantage. It, the, what's interesting, and I talk about going wide a lot now because um, a lot of authors are in the uh, they're they're in the KDP Select program uh, with Amazon, which means they're exclusive to Amazon. And um, I understand why because I did the same thing, but. That's a great way to make a lot of money much faster <laughs> if you're trying to do this for a living. And uh, I cannot blame anybody for wanting to be in that program. Uh, but what I've come to discover and what I'm seeing evidence for a time and again now is that you're actually much better off strategically if, you're, if you plan to go wide, meaning that um, rather than being exclusive to one service – and thus subject to all of their rules and any changes they might make to those rules, you're actually broadening your scope 
and getting out and reaching a, a big, wide global audience through a bunch of different vendors. Um, and draft to digital isn't the only company doing this. They're not the only company that, that helps you by aggregating these services. Um, and then they don't even have the largest catalog of vendors, but what they do have, uh, is probably the best customer service I've ever encountered in a service like this. Uh, and a continual growth. We're always looking at new vendors. We're always looking at new tools we can develop. Um, we just recently released Universal Book Links, which are something we can talk about. But there, that's a, a brand new, amazing tool to help authors uh, market their work. Even if you're Amazon exclusive, you can use these things to reach a much bigger Amazon audience. You know, they they do what we call globalization, so that um, even if you're exclusive to Amazon. You're, you can reach readers worldwide with just one link because every time they click on that, it'll ask them if they want to use the regional Amazon store as their default store. So you can send readers to the exact storefront that they, um, that they want to use for their region. So there are lots of little tools like that in development already kind of sitting there as well. Um, and on the whole, I was really excited about you know joining these guys because I this is the kind of stuff that I liked being a part of uh, as an individual, you know, as a sole proprietor with my own business. So it was just kind of a natural fit for me to come on and start helping them to promote this to to authors who really need this stuff. I mean, there's some cool things happening, and <laughs> some of it's just, you know, almost overwhelming. There's so many they that service does so many things behind the scenes that no one even knows about, which is part of my. That's part of my challenge <laughs> is to start letting people know, like, here's, here's what we can do for you. Yeah. Now, so. Kevin, is a, Kevin is a great talker, and he will be traveling around the place. So not only will his books be painted on the side of his rig, so will um, draft to digital. Uh, yeah. yeah, just getting, <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> getting that word out there. The thing that excites me and the thing that I keep hearing from you, even speaking with you today, is uh, the word universal, because we're out yeah. here in Australia, being able to to access lots and lots of different countries. Uh, probably if you're in America, I could understand that, go straight to Amazon. But over here right. in Australia, the fact that you've got the universal links, the fact that we can upload to you and you can get us out there into the big wide world, that's got to be an advantage, surely. Yeah. Um, I actually have talked to people in the past who, who actually don't have access to um, Kindle Select or or any other Kindle program. And uh, so they're, you know, for them to be able to reach the same general audience is is kind of a big deal for them. Um, and a lot of people, it's amazing to me how many authors don't realize there are more online retailers than just Barnes and Noble and and Amazon. Um, you know, even even knowledge of services like uh, Kobo, for example, which is Canada's big dealer, uh, ebook retailer. Um, you know, there are a lot of authors who don't realize that exists. It's a little bit mind boggling, but then, you know, not everyone is entrenched in this the way I am. So <laughs> I have to give them a little bit of uh, a leeway there. But one, one of the things that happens when you sign up with draft to digital and it's free, by the way, I mean, you, you, nothing draft to digital do, does costs the author any money directly. They make all their money on a percentage of the, uh, the sale of the books. So, we literally do not succeed unless we help the author succeed, which is probably the best business plan I've ever heard of. I mean, you uh, you want to set up that kind of symbiotic relationship because then the authors are, are benefiting, but they're also more in- interested in helping you succeed because it means their own growth. Um, but when you join 
draft to digital you gain access to all these different vendors in all these different countries um just today now this is tied to the universal book links but just today i had to write a description for an italian uh ebook distributor and uh, I was pretty, you know, I, I had to basically translate the page so that I could get the information I needed. And it kind of struck me that, you know, I don't, I don't think I would have to do something like this for Amazon. Amazon has their own presence in those regions, but no one really knows about these companies in the U.S. No one knows that any of them exist. So we're connecting you with a with a whole new landscape, a whole new ecosystem, really, of uh, book distributors. Yeah, and I notice even with my podcast, I've got a little circle on all the countries that listen yeah. in, and like 50% is Australia, and yeah. the American percentage is 30, but there's 20% of countries that's growing every day, and I look at those countries and I go, wow, and I had a German lady on, or a lady who lives in Germany, I think she's American, uh, and I think it added another five countries to to my listening um, base, and I just went, "Isn't that amazing that the yeah, world yeah. is becoming smaller and smaller?" And I know when you mention things like Amazon, and then you go Amazon UK, Amazon America, Amazon Australia, and I go, "Oh, give me a break! This is all too hard." Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the way I feel about it too, and that's uh, one of the frustrations I had um, just with my own work is, you know, keeping track. This is why I like the whole dashboard experience, by the way. Um, I like being able to look at one dashboard to see what my book sales are like and keeping track of all the different Amazon stores alone was, was like a full-time job that I don't have time for. I mean, I, and you read articles and you listen to podcasts from people like Joanna Penn and, you know, some others who are just brilliant, but they, they'll tell you, you know, you need to be on top of what, what are your sales like in India? What are your sales like in the UK? You know, you don't just concentrate on your U S sales, you know? And uh, I I just never could keep up with any of it. And getting that information through through Kindle's uh, or uh, KDP's uh, dashboard was kind of tricky. You know, you have to do all this reshuffling and everything. And so uh, I'm very appreciative of what Amazon's done to open up the market that I now use for my career. <laughs> but I I was just entranced by how simple things were once I. Once I brought all my work over to draft to digital, I'm still with KDP um, because I, you know, Amazon's a huge market. I, I would never walk away from it entirely, but being able to to go wide with my work provides me with a bunch of benefits. Um, not the least of which is I'm no longer at the whim of Amazon. You know, Amazon Amazon's got a history, by the way, of changing its mind about you know certain policies and. Uh, you have no power. <laughs> you have no recourse. If Amazon, if Amazon decides tomorrow we're no longer going to sell ebooks, you know, a, a lot of people that I know are out of business. I don't think anything that extreme is going to happen, but the equivalent has happened several times uh, with different parts of that business, and so I, I can't rule it out. I'd rather be safe. Yeah. <laughs> and look, you mentioned Amazon earlier, so. When I upload my, my little novellas to you guys, it will still go on Amazon, but just not in its Kindle Direct stuff. Is that correct? Uh, the way it would work is you you would still need to upload directly to Amazon because we don't we don't upload to Amazon. That's what we I thought have, you said, uh, and I thought, have I, have I yeah. misunderstood that? No. Well, Amazon likes exclusivity. They they want all their authors to be with them and them alone. So they don't play well with the idea of you know an aggregate service. Uh, we used to have Amazon. 
uh, way back when we first started, but then things got complicated, we'll say. Uh, and we're constantly working to see if we can, you know, figure out a way to, to get back to, to working with those guys. Cause you know, they are a huge market and we believe we can help them as much as, as, uh, we help our other vendors and, uh, they don't see it that way yet, but that's fine. So you would still need to upload directly to Amazon, um, which is no, you know, no big deal for most authors. You're probably already there. Uh, where we help is, you know, we actually help with the upload process for all the other vendors. So you can be in the Barnes and Noble Nook store, you can be in the Apple iBook store and Google Play and Kobo and Sony and all you know all these different uh, vendors that you know you've heard of, and, but you may not be familiar with how to get your work there, or it becomes a hassle to try to do it over and over again. Uh, and keep track of your sales on all these different channels. So we just simplify that process. Yeah. So you provide the files for me to upload to Amazon. That's correct. You can do that. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We, we can. It, you can download the .mobi file from us and just upload it to Amazon, right. which does help. Uh, some people do have trouble with the conversion, so we do help with that. Yeah. Which is, by the way. If you think about that, <laughs> we give you all the tools to go elsewhere. You you would never have to use us at all, and you'd never have to take a cut on your royalty uh, by using us if, if you didn't want to. Um, we make things simpler, and we have a lot more pull with some of these vendors than the individual author is going to have, um, if, if for no other reason than you know, to Barnes & Noble, for example, we're, we are – you know, thousands upon thousands of books under one account. That makes a big difference to those guys. It's a bunch of authors that they don't have to manage themselves. If there's trouble with their book or, you know, they need to change the cover or there's some tech support problem, they, those guys call us instead of Barnes & Noble. So we provide a service to these guys. And uh, so they're usually happy with us and they usually make better deals with us than they're going to make with individual authors. I mean, just for example, through draft to digital you can make a Barnes and Noble book free, a Nook book free, whereas you cannot do that when you go direct to, to uh, Barnes and Noble. So we give you certain advantages you're not going to get on your own. But if you wanted to just convert your book through us and then go and upload it there direct, there's no reason you can't do that. <laughs> we really are kind of set up to just help you do what you're going to do. And we we make our money uh, from the authors who are in our catalog. Um, we make it off the percentage of royalty that we take. But beyond that, we don't charge the author anything if we can avoid it. Yeah, and I was listening to that as well. Um, you guys charge 15% uh, on books sold. And I was thinking about that. You guys wouldn't be going from strength to strength if you and your authors weren't making money. So to me, it right. seems to be a win-win thing. If if you guys, and I've listened to Kevin talk on a couple of other podcasts, and we all know that Draft Digital is um, coming to our attention all over the place. So that would yeah. not be happening if everyone wasn't happy with um, the sales of the books yeah. from yeah. us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We, uh, we've seen – actually, we've got a number of uh, New York Times and USA Today bestsellers in our catalog. Um, quite a few. I don't remember the exact number right now, but I – and I, re I should because I just recently looked that up for something. But uh, we actually – you know – there are people in our catalog who are just making phenomenal numbers of sales. And 
uh, doing very well, you know, uh, full-time living uh, status for a, a large number. So we didn't get them there. You know, we, we helped them, but they, they got there on their own merit. But we did make it easier for them to do this, you know, that we're, we represent several things that you don't have to pay attention to anymore. which is, you know, conversion is one of those, but also just monitoring all these different sales channels. I mean, you know, if I spent all, basically when I was direct to different channels, it would take me a full day to gather all my sales numbers and they usually weren't accurate. So it's a big, huge convenience to me as an author to have one place where I can log in and say, okay, this book's doing great and it's doing better on this sales channel than this sales channel. You know, I know how to target my marketing because of that information. So very helpful. And the other one question I've got for you, so I use Scrivener, but I know I muck up some of the front data. So I'm going to, in Scrivener, I can convert my files to EPUB and maybe all by myself by pressing a button, God knows how. So I just send those to you. Who checks it for my muck-ups? So we we don't handle any of the content side of this thing right all we do is take your your completed manuscript and we do the conversions so if you're working with an editor you would get all this and you would clean up your book and then finalize it and then send us a manuscript to convert so that that's where we start um you you wouldn't even have to necessarily i mean if you um one of the some of the services we have built into our conversion and they're optional so you can turn these on and off but if you're having trouble with like front matter and in matter, you can actually have us do your table of contents if you want one. Well, I think you're, they're required with every platform. So we can do that for you. We can do an also buy page. So if you've published um, all your other book, books through our service, we'll automatically generate that also buy so that people know what other books you offer. We can do an about it, about the author page. If you have your own publishing imprint, we can do a, an about the publisher page. <laughs> all your copyright pages, all that stuff, um, we can auto-generate. And we can do that from, you can upload a Word document, or uh, you can also upload a formatted uh, EPUB. I, and I forget what you sort of lose in uploading your own EPUB. I think it's just the ability to, to shuffle and edit chapters or something i'm not sure but um i should know that but the in general you can upload either of those documents you can get a i just uploaded an epub by the way and got a beautifully produced um uh dot mobi file and a new epub file all of them up to date with the current work that i have in my catalog so it's very convenient <laughs> and but we don't do editing and we don't do uh, anything related to your content you have to provide your actual final manuscript all right so I'm going to upload something as an experiment I'm going to upload a little novella I'm going to send it to you in epub and Moby you're going to distribute it for me and I'm going to sit back and watch what happens. How does that differ from at the moment I'm with Ingram Sparks? Now I know my books on Ingram Sparks come up, takes one to two extra days for delivery. And I know as a customer right. I never buy books that take one to two extra days for delivery. I think oh there must be something wrong there. Um, and now that I'm with Ingram Sparks I know what that means. But when I was just a reader I didn't and so I always mm-hmm. avoided that kind of stuff. Do I still need to be with someone like Ingram Sparks or, or do I not need that anymore i mean you can if if you're familiar with them and you like what they're providing you uh what i would say is and i I don't recall but i think ingram spark actually charges you for ebook production right 
Uh, I think it did, or, yes. Uh, it was only a small fee. It was only, I think, could have been yeah. $145 or $45. It was one of those things. Uh, per, per book? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can avoid that. <laughs> There's a, you can avoid that because um, what you've got. So if you're using them for your your print books, by the way, uh, we actually do. Even though this is Amazon, we actually do um, have a way for you to publish to uh, Create Space, so that you can have a, a paperback version of that same book, and it uses the same manuscript. Um, we can do all that for you as well. So the there's no charge for any of this stuff. So where we're different than the services like Ingram Spark is we only make money on the book sale. Now, if they're doing other things for you, like they're taking your markup and, and handling edits and you know updating the actual manuscript, I mean, that's outside of what we do. But beyond that, you hand us a, a clean manuscript ready, to, ready for the public eyes, and we'll take care of all the conversion and everything for you, and including making sure that the cover is resized based on the criteria of every single vendor that we deal with. And all of them seem to have some different criteria. So we have a minimum that you know, you'd have to upload, but once it's there, we'll do the conversion. And we can handle, uh, you know, we, we have services that will put uh, calls to action in the back of your book and say, you know, subscribe to see whenever this author publishes a new book, get an alert, call it author alerts. Um, we have, uh, you know, uh, previews of another book. So if you've published several books in our, if, with our service and you have a catalog of these things, you can actually do a preview of the next book in a series, for example, at the end of this book. So book one they finish, they get to the end, they read about you or whatever, and then they, it says, you know, if you enjoyed this book, you might also enjoy book two. And then you'll have a picture of the cover followed by an excerpt from the book. So lots of nice little built-in tools, and it's all done automatically. Um, I, I will confess that I, I've never used IngramSpark. I've always come close, but then by the time I, I get around to it, Something else pops up like this <laughs> that prevents me from even giving them a try. Um, but if you're used, to, if you're already used to dealing with Amazon's uh, KDP service or something similar, this is going to be no sweat. In fact, it's it's a great deal easier. Yeah. Now, look, I'm jumping up and down out of my little um, wheelchair here. I've been <laughs> roped into <laughs> uh, a little project here in Australia, and I think there's some American authors in it, and it's a box set of romance novellas for Christmas. Right. And they forgot to tell me it was Christmas, so I wrote the whole novella before they told me that. Then I had to go back and rewrite it and put the word Christmas in. <laughs> you had, but, to, you had, you had <laughs> to go add in, uh, you know, sleigh bells and mistletoe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Not quite. We're in the, you know, 38 degrees heat over here in the summer, yeah, but yeah. never mind. Um, but I did manage to turn that into a three-book novella series um, set in three outback towns that I've had the privilege of living in. And right. the idea is that I write one, pre-order the next one, and go on to the next one. So as you're speaking, I'm thinking all those things about call to action, all about previews of next books, all yeah. that kind of stuff. This is all the stuff that I read about every day at 3 o'clock in the morning. This is all the research, everything that I tell my wonderful listeners to think about on a regular basis. And Kevin's just delivering it through to me here through yeah. my little Skype camera. And I'm going, yay, 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 yay. Um, I can confess, and I'll probably get in trouble for this, and I'll have Ingram Sparks on tomorrow. But I've sold my books through Ingram Spark 
month and lost money it's cost me to sell them simply because of A, yeah. the percentage they take and B, the conversion of, to the Australian dollar. So I think I go into work sometimes and, hey, look, I made minus three, $33 this month. It costs me to sell my books. Uh, so I've been, well, actively, that's not right. <laughs> yeah, I've been actively seeking an alternative, <laughs> uh, but yeah. being completely technically challenged. Okay, we're going to help you. <laughs> yeah. We're going to help you do this. And here's and you, you hit on something, and I think it's a vital point. Um, what, we, what we've done here is we've taken all that advice you get from people, and you never quite know how to implement it. Put a call to action in the end of your book. Put an also buy list in your book. Oh, you hang know, on, you're gone. You Come get back. that advice from a book. Oh, Sorry. What's that? I hit a wrong button. You disappeared off the screen. You're back. <laughs> you get all that advice from every podcast, every blog, every book. And what we've done is take all that advice and build it for you so that you're literally – your job is write your book um, and and upload it <laughs> and hit publish and we'll take care of everything. Um we, uh, if you've, if you've, uh, once you've set your price, by the way, there's this page that pops up, uh, once you get through the publishing process, before you actually hit publish, there's a page where you can actually, uh, input your price for the book. And then we give you a list of all the different vendors where that book can appear. You can check and uncheck the ones you, you want or don't want. And every one of those has a little price under it. That's a, that is the exact amount you're going to make on royalty when you sell a book through that service. So you don't get that with anybody else. Nobody tells you, here's how much you're going to make on the sale of this book. It's all left to you to figure out. You know, If someone says, uh, you know, Amazon, Amazon will say, you know, you're going to make 30% or you're going to make 70%. You can calculate that. And that's not hard. But I like being able to look and say, okay, in all these markets – this one's going to pay me the most, and this one's going to pay me the least. I'll focus on getting more people to go to this market, <laughs> you know. And uh, and uh, you should never be in the negative on book sales. Just just never. <laughs> I mean, I'm just appalled. So, um, and it's happened, by the way. I've had negative days on Amazon when I first started. Um, not anymore, but I mean, I have had negative days, but that was through returns and that sort of thing to just go about the normal practice of publishing your work. No, there's no way it should cost you. I mean, you, you you're supplying a product for other people to sell. You should always be in the black. Uh, I look. Look, you're looking at me here. I do all this stuff because it's fun. I never, I'm, right. I'm just, I haven't got a, I haven't got the right kind of brain for any of this kind of stuff. But with right. these little romance, I know you actually gave me the idea with your short story a day where you, you churned yeah. out your short stories. While I'm doing this teaching contract to try and get my head around my, what I call my real writing has been too difficult. So these novellas at 20, 25,000, 30,000 words are a little yeah. bit of fun and, you know, it's kicking back into the old romance genre and a lot of my listeners are, are my new um, romance buddies, so that's really exciting. And yeah. I just think the questions I'm asking you today, I can't be the only numbskull not knowing which way to turn and what to do. So you're you're telling me all the things that I know I have to be able to do and I can't. Um, I know the call to action. I paid a techie there for a long time and he used to just shake his head and go, oh, Mel, we're in trouble. Uh, and he was the one who got <laughs> me all set up on Ingram Sparks. So I've got my um, Scrivener iOS on my MacBook Pro, oh, sorry, my iPad Pro. 
I've mm-hmm. got a go button to draft to digital and a fancy new account that I'll open up shortly. And from after that, I'm in your hands, Kevin. Next time we speak, and if I sell my books for a dollar a go, I'm going to make 85 cents per book. Is that correct? Yeah. That sounds that sounds right. You'll see real numbers uh, on the site, but yeah, yeah. Uh, the the all the information you need to keep in mind here is that you know your the bookseller themselves are going to want to make a percentage of your of your price, and then you're getting fifteen percent of that. So, or no, I'm sorry, you're getting we're taking fifteen percent of the amount you make minus that. Does that make sense? Yeah. How much, how much <laughs> is the bookseller going to work? How much is uh, So, you know, that's up to the bookseller. Each well, one's different. Okay. Um, give, give but let's figures. just say, let's just say that they're paying you 70% of the book price, right? So yep. on, on a dollar book, that's 70 cents. And then we take 15% um, from that. So you, you're overall, you're going to make a little less than you would if, if you went direct. Um, but what you get in exchange for that 15% is number one, all these services are right there available for, you know, for you to use whenever, and you can do whatever you want with that EPUB when you generate it, it's yours. Um, we're continuously building that network of vendors. We're continuously building new tools that can help you with, you know, whatever, basically I tell people all this, we go off and look for author pain points and then we solve that pain point. So that's what you're getting for your 15%. Um, so if you're looking at this in terms of how much money am I making per sale, um, you know, there's a tendency for people to not find this um, attractive just because they're making less than they would direct. But it's a convenience fee. You know, you're making things easier so that you can spend more time writing. And that's the point. Um, I'm, I'm, I applaud people who have the fortitude and the time <laughs> to go do all this stuff individually per channel. I don't. And I was perfectly willing. I'm still perfectly willing to give a cut of the royalty to have someone else do it. If, if I were going to pay an assistant and, you know, you may have heard me, heard me and, uh, and, uh, Matt talking about this on author strong, you mentioned that before we started, but you know, if I were going to pay an assistant to do it, I'd still be losing that money, you know? Um, this way I can, I can spread the cost out you know, over n- numerous books. <laughs> yeah. And, um, Kevin and I were talking about some interviews that Kevin did on author strong. If you want the serious guide on how to um, move over to draft a digital and all the advantages of disadvantages of doing that, because there were some rather interesting debates going on between Kevin and the, um, host over there. And it's, a uh, eight. <laughs> Matt's a good guy. I want to say that publicly. He's a wonderful like guy. Yeah, we and, live in the same town. <laughs> yeah, but they knew what they were talking about is is what I meant. I haven't got a clue what I'm talking about, and I'm going to actually title this the newbie's guide to draft to digital, and then I'll yeah, I'll put good. a link to Author Strong because that's the serious person's guide to to draft to digital uh, and all the pros and cons and all the rest of it that go with it. It's eight eight episodes you've got to listen through. Here you get it all in one. Kevin and I have gone straight to the point. How do I do this thing? And yes, I'm as I said, I'm a bit of you know two thumbs and just get me up and get me published and make me some money please because i'm going backwards Um, (laughs) that's what we're aiming for and i also did a calculation because kevin writes at five thousand words a day he could churn out one of these little novellas one a week um add that up he'd have 52 books a year um starting to remind me of joe conrath um who who churns out his little (laughs) his little books at at the same rate yeah i will tell you by the way i am strongly considering um 
after, once I'm done with Atlantis Riddle, um, I was planning on doing a few novellas uh, for that very reason because it's one, it's fun. Um, they're quick and easy books. You know, at, at twenty to thirty thousand words, I, I really can crank them out pretty quickly. But um, there are uh, James Patterson is kind of rolling the dice on that length um, with his book shots, and he's writing books. You know, he well he's he's got writing partners. He does the outline, they do the book. Um, but you know, he's publishing under that bookshots imprint and, uh, in the universes he's already established, uh, with, with his other, uh, full length fiction and seems like he's doing pretty well. This was an idea I actually had years ago, but I don't have the clout that James Patterson has. So, but I'm glad he's breaking ground on this, but I'm, I'm really considering doing that for the next, you know, handful of books I write, just doing, novellas because i think people respond to them very well and they're a useful tool for building up a library of books and also building a readership because people can get through them very quickly yeah and i've um i'm putting together i you know committed to this project write this thing and get it out in 30 days because christmas is coming up quickly i use that word christmas uh and so i kept a journal as i was writing and all the problems that i encountered so i'm putting together a little uh i guess a little blog series and podcast series on how to write a novella i've got some women coming on board in the next few weeks and we're going to talk through that podcast series because i've heard podcast series are interesting way to go so i thought i'll have a go at that with this novella writing thing i'm going to churn out these little books um with all the pitfalls um that I have. I've been lucky to live in Outback Australia, so there's quite an interest in in Outback romances here. The big writers make very, very good money, but they're also much better at me. I'm finding it that I had to really tighten my writing. I had to cut out the wanders a bit. I had to cut down on my character. So there's lots we can talk about on that. So down the track a bit, you and I might come back on board and we might talk about our novella writing experiences because that'd be fun as well. Yeah, I, I I would love to. I you know I shared this story I guess on your show, but I mean when I was doing a short story a day, I mean most of them were actually novella length, so I started publishing those um, shortly after, and that was an interesting exercise because it well for one it does really sharpen your skills uh, because you are turning out a full story, and uh, you can do that in just a you know few hours time really. But uh, one of the things that I found very advantageous about that was just the fact that my readership was seeing a, a variety of stories from me, and I could find, I could determine which stories resonated best with them, which was another um, factor in deciding to start writing thrillers, because overall the thriller stories were the ones that were doing the best. People loved the science fiction; they loved all the stuff I was doing, uh, but they really resonated with these these stories. So. I was excited to learn that because now I know how to test a story uh, concept with the, with my audience. Yeah, I think and that's, that's a very point. good point. I think that I think that's something really interesting, and I'll make a note of that. Finding out, but what our readers want. Um, and I think reading a story in a couple of sittings or one sitting is an attractive thing too. We all love our big meaty novels and we'll all keep writing those because that's what we love right. love to write. But those shorter things are great as well. Now I'm going to let Kevin go because I've got to go off to school and, you know, my little alarms are going here. But I did <laughs> want to ask him one last thing and this is something that I don't know if I'm allowed to mention but I picked it up on Author Strong. Um, and I'm not allowed to say that it's in competition to BookBub because that got me got you in all sorts of trouble or got him in all sorts of <laughs> trouble but you guys are working on uh, i think it was called books to read was it yeah yeah books to read no it, it's not i mean it, it there was no trouble he uh 
he is convinced that books to read is a is a uh, book bub uh, competitor in the making, and I can't deny that it might be. Uh, but right now, it's not set up for that. It's um, it, it is called books to read. He he made the point that it is likely focused on the reader, <laughs> which is true. Um, but that's the home right now of the Universal Book Links um, and, and some other tools as well. But that's that's the primary tool that we feature there right now. And for authors, you can go and create a link that will link to everywhere your book is sold online. And you, you do this by copying and pasting a link from any existing uh, ebook retailers product page for your book. So Amazon's page for your book, you can copy the link to that, the URL, drop it in, it'll do a scan and it'll create one link um, that links to every place that book appears. It scans and finds your book everywhere it appears online. And if you don't see your, the store there that you expect to st- see there, you can actually add it manually. And that means that you've got um, something very useful for the, the marketing side of your world. Um, you've got a link that no matter what you put it on is never going to go out of uh, style. It's never going to go flat, you know, or break. Um, I use them now. I'm using them in all my all my books and the calls to action. And I also buy pages. I'm using. Them, I'm going to use them on my website. I just haven't taken the time to do this yet. <laughs> so, but on the reader side, uh, what they get is when you give them that UBL, they click on it and it asks them. It says, "Kevin Tomlinson's Quailo Medallion is available in these stores." And you can click on the one that you like. And when you do, it'll ask you, do you want to make this your default store? And if you do, then then every time you click on a UBL from that point forward, it'll take you directly to the book's product page on that store. You can see right away how huge that is for authors because it means that I only have to create one link and send that out in email, on print materials, and social media, and it will link to all the places my book is sold. So that I don't have to have a whole list of, of links. I don't have to bulk up an email with you know 500 different links to 500 different stores. It's all right there for me. So that's the gist. That's the idea. Um, and that's what Books to Read right now is all about. And we're going to be adding more tools as we go. I cannot deny that there may be something book bubbish about it at some point. I just – it's not on the <laughs> – that's not on the docket right now. <laughs> well, I think there has to be something other than book bub out there because I tried to get on book bub with the miner's wife and they ignored me. Oh, it's so, possible. Yeah, yeah, so I think we, we really do need more services. I think there's room for more services. I think there's room for for the rest of us to get our, get our books um, – read and and noticed uh i Mm -hmm. i just i think bookbub and i don't know enough about it and i'm going to get in trouble for saying this but it appears to be uh for people who are far more famous than i um or me famous than me um because i'm an english teacher uh (laughs) and i'm going to get in trouble if i don't race off to school so i'm gonna i know we could talk about some of these things for a while now i can't um box set my three little novellas with you yet is that going to happen down the track maybe well, I mean, if you've got um, if you've got it in one document, you can do it. Um, just it just needs to be one continuous book. But yeah, maybe. I mean, that's that's well, an that intriguing works. idea yeah. to be able to bundle things. Yeah. Um, something I'll I will definitely ask about because I that actually would be kind of cool. I'd, personally, I could do that with the books that I have there. It would be very nice to be able to cre- you know click and create bundles. So yeah, maybe. 
yeah. I, I can't say that it's, not, it's definitely happening, but I, I would like for it to. <laughs> <laughs> and see, that's the advantage. We have um, a direct line to whatever we want now. So email me, I'll, I'll ask Kevin and he'll make it happen. That's the beauty yeah, exactly. of ever-changing technology. Uh, you've got to be nimble on your feet. You've got to be prepared to right. try new things. Some things will work, some things won't. And that's why I think places like draft to digital digital are doing so very, very well in the market because they can respond really quickly. I was speaking right. to a lady last night and she um, is published with a traditional publisher and she said she's an impatient kind of person and she publishes a book a year because that's how long it takes. And I had to really right. bite my lip there and go, oh, I couldn't stand it, especially when we can make things happen so much more quickly now. Oh, I know. Yeah, our know. readers don't <laughs> care where, where our books are published as long as they're of a high standard. Um, right. To sit around and wait for publishers to go through all that, um, whatever they go through, and, yeah, to make the books better, but we can hire professional editors to do that for us anyway. Right. Um, we can get it up. We can get it out. draft to digital is sitting there waiting for us. We can actually get print books as well, as you've just mentioned. That was one of my questions. Kevin, is there any contact details that we need to know for you for draft to digital if you uh anything you want to know about draft digital you can find out right away just by going to draft to digital.com and that's draft number two digital.com um if you have questions and my advice is go sign up go go start the process it doesn't cost anything you're not obligated to anything uh but once you're in there and you you upload that first book you just wait you know, you don't have to put it on sale right away. But if you have questions, hit up the, the support uh, team there. Um, support at draft2digital.com will will answer your emails, or you can even call them on the phone. And the thing is, those guys are pros, and they they're they're the best customer support I've ever encountered. They will help walk you through every step of it. So that's the best way to learn how to use it. It's very simple, but if you have trouble, we're right there waiting to help you. Yeah, and I'll be out there. I'll be doing it. I'll be um podcasting on the results and my trials and tribulations i can confess right from the start that i um, put in draft to digital to find for kevin's interview this morning and i typed draft to to digital and i went oh it is yeah. number two so see i'm learning i'm learning quickly uh <laughs> kevin's here to help me i have a direct line to the god of draft to digital so i promise not to nag you too Look, much when you contact those guys <laughs> when you contact tech support or, or customer support in any, in any form tell them you uh heard about it from me <laughs> yes. tell them you heard yeah. Ask him if they know me. Yeah, we're going, we're going, to, we're going to give him a, a, a um, pay rise so that he can stay on the road longer and share more of his adventures with us. You know, it's all this yeah. um, scratch each other's backs type thing. Well, they, well, they ping they, – we're all in Slack together and they ping me all the time to tell me. This this customer said they heard about us uh, from Kevin and they asked if I knew him and uh, they said I was so lucky. Yeah, and I'm going to put a little draft to digital on the back of my caravan be called This Is Kevin's bo- This is Kevin's Place Here. There you go. Uh, <laughs> we'll there get there. All right, look, thank you, Kevin. Thanks for that. Say hello to Cara for me. I'm looking forward to the rest of your journey, uh, and we'll catch up again in a few months. We will. All right. Good luck in school. And good luck with that new book. I'm looking forward to reading it. 